Pasuk of Torah, one of the mitzvahs of Pesach, it says, Namar, and it's a bit of an awkward construction. It's like it says, It could have said simply, speaking about Nisan, So the Torah's koanim, the Sifra, has the following drash. It says, Yom Zeh, the emphasis on these two words, Yom Zeh, this day, Torah and Matzah, this day requires Matzah, the Ein Chagah Sukkot Torah Matzah, but not Sukkot. What's the Havamina? The Havamina is this, Vahaloi Zin, who is a Kalva Chayma. Uma im zeh she'ein Torah and Sukkot Torah and Matzah. Matzah Pesach, which doesn't require a Sukkot, requires Matzah, so Sukkot, which requires a Sukkot, certainly requires Matzah. So the Havamina would be that Sukkot requires a Sukkot, and Arba Minam, all the Halachas of Sukkot, plus all the halachas of Pesach. Talmud Loma, that's why it says, Zeh, Chag HaMatzah, Zeh Torah Matzah, Ve'ein Chag HaSukkah Torah Matzah. And the same, the same limit can be, then obviously can take it the other way around, to show not, that chag, not only that Sukkah requires the halachas of Pesach, but that Pesach requires the halachas of Sukkah. So we would have to have the Ambosyam Tovim we would have to have our Minim and eat in a sukkah and eat only matzis and not chametz. You imagine what would happen to the Balabasas as it is they complain so bitterly about Pesach, how difficult it is. Imagine having a Pesach in a sukkah. But that's the Havamina of the of the Sifra. So what is it trying to tell us? It's trying to tell us the underlying idea is that there is a, an original, reasonable assumption that all the observances, all the mitzvahs, that are shayach for one yantif, are shayach for the other, for the simple reason that there's one motivating cause for both. And what is that? So the havamina of, this, of the Torah's koanam is that just because you have that zeichel requires both sets of mitzvahs. But nevertheless, the maskona of the, of the sefra is no. It may be the same concept behind both, but there are fundamental differences between Pesach and Sukkot, and that is, that is what I would like to address myself to. The, on the Pasuk and Va'era, Va'era al-Avram, Yitzhak al-Yaakov, Ekeel Shaddai, Ushmi Hashem, Lona Dati Lahem, the Zohar Kodosh says that there are two de'iyos, Va'era, there are two de'iyos, two ways of looking on, on amongst human beings. One is a de'iya de Galya. You see that which is evident, and the other one is Ria Deloyes Galia. You see that which is not evident, that which is hidden, and that which therefore requires a vitan blick, a deeper insight, not only sight but insight. What is the difference? The Ovos, Abraham, Yisak, and Yaakov had the koyach of Ria Des Galia. They were able to see the world, nature as it is. They were able to see that the world reveals, the nature itself reveals HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's the name Shein Dalad Yud. God revealed himself to Kael Shaddai. What does the Shein Dalad Yud mean? Normally, Misha Amar La'olam Dai. That means God created the world with a limit. Said it up to now the creation goes, then it stops. But the Rabunim Shizcha, the great Shizcha Rebbe, 
founder of the of the Hogera dynasty, said that no, Misha Amar Olam die. The world was created by Hakadosh Baruch Hu up to the point she had died when it was enough to be able to see Alakus Betochabria. It was the world was created in such a manner that an ordinary human mind should be able to contemplate the world and come to the conclusion that there is a Rebbe Shalom. Those are the others. Moshe said, He wanted to see a higher kind of, a higher kind, going beyond nature. The Tzodek HaKohen was one of the great thinkers of, of, of modern times. He, he passed away just at the beginning of this closing century. Uh, he, was, boy, he died in, he was Nifta in 1900. The Tzodek says that there are two kinds of Hanhaga. There's a Hanhaga of Teva and a Hanhaga that goes beyond Teva. The Hanhaga of Teva he calls Maesabrashis. To understand Maesabrashis means to understand HaKadosh Baruch Hu through the world. That's why the Rambam in Hilchas Yisodei Torah says that what is the way to Avas Hashem and what is the way to Yiras Hashem? You know what he answers. If you see, if you contemplate the world and you see the, 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 all of nature and all of, the, all of astronomy, all the whole world, then Yira, Avas Hashem means you want to see more. Yiras Hashem means you come backwards. But all of it is a reaction to Masabrashis. There's a higher kind or different kind, actually a higher kind, where you go beyond nature, and that's when the Ramban says you see it through Talmud Torah, through Chachma. Now, these two ways, I believe, are the difference between Pesach and Sukkot. Why? Sukkot, and I'm saying this with specific relevance to our lives, our lives as, as people of the 20th, late 20th century, Sukkot represents a return to nature. I mean, especially for us urbanized city folk. Abba Minim, you know, there's, no, there's no computer in it, there's no data processing in it, there's no electricity in it, there's no metal in it, there's no wood in it. It's ordinary, natural products. We take Arve Nachal, we take Veshanis, we take a slogan, we love him. It's a natural thing. Not only is it natural, but we even leave our homes, furnished as they are, with, with every kind of facility. <coughs> even dormitory rooms are highly furnished by comparison to our city. So you, you a going out of the sukkah, out of the home, out of the diras keva, to a diras arai, is a declaration that as human beings, we don't really need, deep down, all the amenities of a technological civilization. We can even get along without a house. We can get along with mechanical objects, without mechanical objects. We can get along without the, all the appurtenances of a technological civilization. If needs be, and not only can we get along physically and socially, but spiritually, because in nature itself, in Teva, we can find a Kodesh Baruch Hu. That's the Anhaga of Masabrashis, that's the Iya, the Izgalya of the Ovais of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. It's a declaration of independence. We are independent of all human artifacts. What our Kodesh Baruch Hu gave us, we can live with quite well. Pesach means we are independent even of nature itself. It goes beyond it. This is the De'iya, the Loyiz Gaga. What is Chometz? Chometz is a very natural thing. You have water, you have flour, you keep it at ordinary room temperature, and yeast floats around, a spore or two gets in, before long it starts to, it starts to ferment and it starts to rise. It, it's almost, it almost happened by itself. Matzah? It requires Shmira. You've got to be very careful, it should not 
follow the natural course, but rather you have to apply yourself to it and make it something beyond nature. Because all of Pesach, the Zechari Siyas Mitzrayim of Pesach, speaks of Anogenesis, of Amasa Merkova. Merkova means that Kodesh Baruch as, as it were, Kaviyokov, goes in a Merkova in a wagon beyond, beyond the earth. So it's a, it's a way of acknowledging that there is a, that man not only must be independent of technology and civilization by going back to nature, but he also must have the freedom, the chalice, to go away from nature. So if sukkah means a return, it means, it means going back to nature, then Pesach means backing off from nature. It means that Teva has to be transcended. It has to be transcended. And, and Chomets, therefore, is the, is the equivalent of Tibius, or Teva, of naturalness. Chomets is Osa Bamashahu. Why does the Gemara say it's Osa Bamashu? Because all year long you're used to it. Chomets is a, is a daily natural occurrence. On Pesach, people don't, are not aware of it. That's why Chomets is Osa Bamashu. This is our normal way of doing things, our normal life. And it has a moral consequence. All the Balei Musa have pointed out that Chomets symbolizes what? What does Chomets do when, when you see, what does dough do? It becomes Chomets big. None of you ever baked this bread. What has Chomets? It rises, right? It puffs up. It puffs up. So the Chachmei HaMusar said that Chomets is a sign of his nasus. It's a sign of a man who puffs up his own ego. And that too is natural. It's natural. We are created with egos. Yesa leva odam ramen urav and so it's I, me, and myself, the great trinity, and, and everything else is secondary, because every person has that ego. It's pretty terrible if he has no ego. But what happens is, like comets, it tends to blow up more and more until egos bump into each other. So it becomes a natural expression that on Pesach, take care not to get too much involved in that hisnasus. That's why the Zayah refers to matzah as nahamad mehemnusa, the bread of amuna the bread of faith, because it requires faith to be able to see to it that even if it doesn't rise, we can get along with it. It's a, a, a breaking away from the natural and trying to transcend it. So once again, Sukkot is back to nature, Pesach is backing off from nature. That's why on Sukkot, when we see that we can live without technology, without artifice, we can live with nature and find a Kodesh Baruch there, it's Ban Simchasein. On Pesach, when we declare our independence, even of nature, we say that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is L'malam in HaTeva. There's a Hanhaga Nisus, as it were, a miraculous way of HaKadosh Baruch Hu dealing with the world, which we saw in Yisias Mitzrayim and Akriyas Yamsu. So it is a, a freedom, a declaration of freedom from nature itself, relying on HaKadosh Baruch Hu is L'malam in HaTeva. And it's Manchei Rosenu. On Pesach, we bring a carbon Pesach. What is our lock of carbon Pesach that's unusual? Bechol Arel Bayochalbo. It requires Mila. The late Dr. Yisrael Eldad. Any of you ever heard of him? Yisrael Eldad was one of the three founders of what was, was then called the 1940s the Stern Gang. Lechi. Lochem Lechidut Yisrael. And after the independence was declared, he became a teacher with tremendous insights into Chumash. Beautiful. And he just passed away about three, four weeks ago. He was an elderly man. I met him in Yerushalayim about four or five years ago. I didn't even know he was alive. I asked him if they knew where the late Dr. Eldad lived. They said, yes, he lived two blocks away. <laughs> he says a very interesting thing. You look at the, the story of Avram Avinu. 
What do you see with him? There's a constant cutting, cutting away from nature. In the very first, his galus, uh, when a Kaddish Baruch reveals himself, he says, Lech lecha lecha The first halacha to, to Avram is, cut, cut yourself off from your land, cut yourself off from your birthplace, cut yourself off from your family, and get out. It's against nature. And that's why Avram was the one to whom the mitzvah of Milo was given. What does Milo mean? Cutting off. This is natural, the Orla is natural. To be a Jew, you've got to cut off. You've got to keep on striving. Keep on striving not only to get away from human invention, but even from what is natural, that is the, the higher level that we have to strive for. When the Rambam, for instance, writes in his Hilchas Deus that you have to go for the Derech Abenanis in character, always to the middle point, not too brave, not too cowardly, not to not spend too much, not spend too little. All the various the various midos or deos deos as the Rambam calls them. He says you have to go to the middle. Why? Was it because he was uh, um, a person who could, <laughs> a kind of spardish yeke? He had to have everything had to be exactly in the middle, equidistant from both sides. No, not the Rambam. Because the Rambam, Rambam's idea is, and he says almost almost beferish. That if you take characteristics of human beings, take your own character, everyone look into yourself, what do you find? That in all these various characteristics, the, the tendency is to go over the whole field, the whole spectrum. You find yourself every place, on every point. Here you go to more to the one end, here you go to more to the other end, here you're three quarters this way. Whereas if you try to, to form your own character and to, have, and to impress your ideals on your personality, so that you're not just a natural product. Natural goes all over the field. Then, adam sham the word shuma. A person has to measure, has to assess his own character. It's not enough to have a character, because then you are a character. You have to create a character, and then you're a personality. You have to do something to make sure that you react in the right way. And that means not to rely upon nature, namely the nature of, of of your own personality, of your own psychology. But you have to be able to shum midoso. In that sense, the highest expression, the highest expression of freedom becomes Torah. Because here you go on the level beyond the natural and you have concourse, as it were, with HaKadosh Baruch who is a mala manateva, manateva. And that's why Chazal said, al-tikra choros ala luchos ala Because through Torah, you achieve that kind of freedom that goes beyond nature itself. And to go beyond nature, Pesach goes, Pesach goes one step further. There is such a thing as second nature. What is just second nature? Second nature is habit. We do a thing once, we do it three times, it becomes a habit. Once you do it, it becomes it becomes part of you, second nature. Pesach requires getting away from that nature too. That's why the, the, the founder of Galicia Hasidus, the Rebbe of Melech of Lezhensk, spends much of his time talking about the concept of shviras hamidos, of breaking your own midos. A person who is lazy by nature should get up every morning at 4 o'clock, at least for a month, until you learn that you can get along without sleeping till 10. You know, or sleeping till nine, saying Shema and going back to bed, as some people do. It means if you if you have a tendency to spend a lot of money without any control, then you've got to break yourself and learn how to control yourself. 
Shvinas Amidas, to break nature, not only mute nature, but to break your own human nature means to master yourself. And what greater freedom is there than mastering yourself and being able to say that you're in control and that you have a sense, therefore, of this freedom.